1: Hey everyone, Kelly Lee here, and this is Testimony Tuesday, and as you guys know, we always talk about Revelation 12 verse 11, which says they overcame him, meaning Satan and his minions, by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of their testimony, and testimonies are so super important because they really help us to overcome, but there's somebody out there that is going through the same thing, Or needs some guidance, needs some help, needs to be drawn back to the Lord through us. And so we're just vessels, right? Welcome to the show. This is Christopher Sims. He is a gospel recording artist. And we're so happy to have you here, brother. Thank you for joining us.
0: Thank you, Kelly, for having me. Thank you to the music lovers community. Oh, the music lovers family. Oh man, you guys are so amazing. Thank
1: you. (laughs)
0: The testimony Tuesday I'm so excited to be here
1: yeah God is so good and it's like uh, one of the artists that I work with always says Kelly's got testimonies for days and I'm like yeah because like you know when you see God in everything that you do and everything that happens what we think is bad and what we think is good right it's like we have to see him in all things and know that all things work together, right? Romans 8, 28, all things work together for the good of those who love God, who are called according to his purpose. And so we might think something is bad, but God's still going to use it, right? That's
0: right. That's right. And I think also with testimonies, we're having something to share with people. It's an indication that God is moving in your life. And, and whenever uh, God is present in your life, that yeah. means things are not staying the same and then they shouldn't stay the same. Anytime God is entering into your your atmosphere or you're entering into his atmosphere, things shouldn't stay the same, yeah.
1: That's so true, it's so true. And yeah, I mean, he is the one who rearranges everything and changes everything in our lives, right? And so, and through like those experiences that we perceive as being bad, sometimes it's like, those are the gateways to something, some of the greatest moments of your life, right? Yeah. Yeah. He's so good. He is so good. So brother Christopher is going to talk to us about having seven heart attacks. Can you imagine seven, not just one, seven.
0: Right. Right.
1: My goodness.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And so, man, uh, just thinking about it just, just almost brings tears to my eyes. Of course. the you know, goodness of God and how He brought me through that. And um, I was 29 years old when I had the first heart attack. Wow. And I'm, I'm 40 now, <laughs> and and it was a couple of weeks before my 30th birthday.
1: Oh and, wow.
0: And I remember years before that, my doctor would tell me, he said, "Chris, he said if things continue to go." Progress the way that they are with your body," uh, he said. "You're going to have a heart attack by the time you're 30, and at the age of 29, a couple of weeks before my birthday, I before my 30th birthday, I had the first heart attack.
1: Oh my goodness!
0: I, uh, unfortunately, I'm predisposed to heart disease in my family uh, on my mother's side, and so uh, what? The, what the doctors? Yeah, let me let me let me just be honest with you. I wasn't the greatest eater. Okay, yeah,
1: yeah. I, didn't,
0: I, mean, <laughs> I didn't eat well and I took I took for for granted you know the the heart disease in my family and that you yeah. know but at the same time in at that time of my life I physically you know I was in good condition like as far as I can tell like really I, I was muscular I yeah. you know I exercised a lot and so you know what I would do was eat pretty bad you know to, to yeah cook, put on the weight so I can work out and everything. And so, and um you know, it, it caught up with me, you know, well, yeah. one of the
1: things
0: that would happen is that my body what the doctors described is, is that my body overproduces cholesterol. Right. So my body is not able to process cholesterol. So anything that I eat.
1: Oh my turn, goodness.
0: Turn into cholesterol. And so that was one of the challenges that I was facing. And, I was working as a pest control technician uh, with a company called Terminex. Uh I was working in New York city servicing a hotel and um, this hotel, they would not allow me to use the, you know, the, the, their main elevator due to the fact that, you know, they don't want to see, they don't want the customers to see, you know, somebody walking around. the hotel, And so, uh, you know, which I understood. And so, but they're, uh, service elevator was out of order, so I had to take the steps.
1: Oh, boy.
0: I'm taking the steps, and I just started to feel really weird, started to feel really heavy, started to sweat a lot. At this point, I wasn't feeling any pain. Uh, I wasn't feeling any pain at all. I just felt really weird, just mm-hmm. felt dizzy, tired. And so I said, let me go take a break, and uh, I went and sat in my service vehicle, and I passed out.
1: Oh, Wow.
0: When I came to, I said, okay, something's definitely wrong. Yeah. Let me me go home. And so I drove home, and the entire time I'm so worried because I'm like, I don't know what that was. Don't know what it is I'm feeling.
1: Yeah.
0: And uh, I got home and I told my wife, I said, I think something is wrong. And um, at that point, by the time I got home, the pain did start to hit me. And um
1: Was it pain like in your chest or was it in your arm? Because I know sometimes people get it in their arm first.
0: Sometimes people feel something in their arm first, in their left arm. I was feeling it in my chest, but it was only when I was moving. Right. Any, any movement caused the pain to intensify. Oh wow. so I said I you know, at this point, nobody's thinking heart attack. Yeah. And, you know, I told my wife I'm gonna go to go to store and get some Xantex or something to relieve the
1: yeah you think it's like heartburn right
0: Uh, burn or something like that and so I I I tried to walk to the store but uh, I couldn't even get past the gate of our house Mm -hmm. the pain was so intense and every movement it just got worse and so like (laughs) it took me I don't even know how long it took me to get back to the house. And I didn't go far. And I, I got back inside the house and I, I laid down on the kitchen floor next to my wife and I passed out again. Oh, wow. And when I came to, she helped me get my uniform off. Yeah. Get and everything and changed. And, um, you know, all this time, we're still trying to figure out what's going on.
1: Yeah.
0: We, we had some friends come over. So this is, this was April 26th. Uh-huh. I believe I got the date right the 26th wow. this was a Friday in 2013
1: mm-hmm. and
0: we had some friends come over and um the whole time everybody's sitting at the at the table at the kitchen I'm I'm hovering over the uh, the the kitchen seat the the, uh, the the chair because the pain has become that intense that even talking now at this point hurts.
1: Oh my god so this is the
0: Friday the Saturday comes and you know, and, and the Friday, my friends are looking at me like, "Chris, you okay? You all right?" Yeah. I'm like, yeah, 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 I'm fine. It's just gas. It's just gas. Yeah,
1: that's a, that's what you think, right? Think. you never think that it would be something more serious,
0: right? right. Never would think that. And here, and and then the fr- the Saturday comes, and we have another friend who has a baby shower. And mm-hmm. so, pretty really good friend, I said, you know, we're gonna go to the baby shower. I went to the baby shower. Uh, we had a friend that took us. My, my wife had to had to go to work, so she was working. She was nine months pregnant, working, and oh, wow. uh, I'm struggling with this health issue that's going on. Uh-huh. Um, I'm, I'm, I go to the baby shower, and the entire time that I'm sitting in the baby shower, pain is just striking me, just pain striking me.
1: Wow.
0: And I could, I didn't even eat because even eating, and again, every movement, drinking, hurts. It just hurts. And um, I remember at the end of the baby shower, um, I I took my children, my daughter and my son, and my wife was pregnant with our third child. We have four, mm-hmm. right? My wife was pregnant with our third child. And I remember taking our two children uh, to the car with my friend. and And my daughter, who was potty training, said to me, Daddy, I have to use the bathroom. Mm. And so she had become, she had gotten to the point where she didn't like to use the pamper She wants. Right. To so now in my mind, I'm like, oh lord, this is gonna kill me because I got to get her to the bathroom. And yeah. you know, I'm 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 still kind of a new dad, and I'm like, I don't trust anybody else to take my baby to the For bathroom. For sure. <laughs> so like I got to take her to, my, to the bathroom myself, and so I I took her to the bathroom, and the entire time I was just praying. I was like, God, please don't let me pass out because she's going to be so scared. Nobody else is here. She's yeah. not going to know what to do. She's going to, and I said, God, please don't let me pass out. And, and so thank God I didn't pass out. We went yeah. to, to the car, got home. And I told my wife, I said, if I don't feel better by the morning, you got to take me to the hospital. Yeah. She made arrangements for somebody to watch the children for us. And, uh, the next morning, the pain, uh, was unbearable. And yeah. she, uh, yeah, we immediately, she got me to the hospital and where we, where we live, where the hospital was, is kind of like a hill, just like you were just mentioned, you mentioned right. the little, we were talking about a hill and, um, and I, I, I get to the steps of the hospital and I can't go anymore. And I laid down on the steps of the hospital and I just laid there. And my wife, nine months pregnant, runs to go get some help. She comes back with a security guard. He lifts me up, puts me in a wheelchair. They roll me in and they, you know, they do all the testing and everything. They give me some morphine to kind of relax me and and settle me. And um, they said, Mr. Sims, you have been having a heart attack for several days. Oh, my gosh. And they said the three major arteries to your heart have blockages. One has a bunch of different blockages. One was 70% blocked and the other one was a hundred percent blocked.
1: Oh my God.
0: And they said, we don't know what to do for you because the blockages are so close to your heart. Yeah. Anything we do will damage your heart.
1: Oh my goodness.
0: So I was in the hospital and, and for like about a week before they even considered anything at that time, they were just keeping me stable that whole time.
1: Yeah.
0: They really didn't know what to do, so eventually they decided they were going to try a risky procedure, and um, it, it it wound up being successful and,
1: and being able
0: to remove some of the blockages. But of course, I would still be struggling with the 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 uh, hereditary heart disease and
1: yeah, yeah.
0: So you know, being on a bunch of medications for years, it you know it's it's been it's been a a trial. It's been a it's been a Roller coaster of emotions, and yeah. look at some of these medications and how they affect people and how it affects your your mental status. For sure, it's it's no fun, you know. It's no, just... it's
1: not. It's not, and I feel like sometimes they just. Um... You know, they, I mean, they want to be proactive and be like preventative, but at the same time, it's like, okay, well now I'm on this medication for this and I'm on this medication for this. It's like over prescribed sometimes, right? Exactly. Wow. Wow. Um, God, God always shows up though in the midst of what's going on and he'll let you know, like, okay, like this is serious. Okay, now is the time. You gotta, you gotta get yourself to the hospital. You gotta, you know, the Holy Spirit is guiding you, and so it's kind of like, okay, Lord, just please continue to keep me. Please continue to guide me, and just give me the strength to to overcome this. Um, and also, the other thing is with the with the generational stuff. I am a firm believer that those things can be broken and have been broken. Um, In in my family, my uh, my dad's dad and my dad's... (laughs) So for a generation of dads, um, everybody has passed away of a heart attack, everyone. And um, the the, the amazing thing is that um, I was praying for my dad like nonstop in 2015, 2016. And the Lord showed up because, um, like, I wasn't even praying about that. I was praying about his back. Right. But um, I prayed so much for him. He went to the, hub, to the doctor for his back because he would get, like, an epidural kind of shot where it would just, like, freeze his back for a while because he was in so much pain. Right. And right. Um, he went for the epidural shot. And that epidural shot, the doctor who was going to give it to him, checked his heart. Wow. He wow. wasn't supposed to check his heart. He was just supposed to give him a couple of needles. He wasn't supposed to check it. He mm. checks his heart and he said, there's a problem. Mm. You have to go to a cardiologist. There's something wrong with your heart. Wow. And my dad went to the cardiologist and he had triple bypass surgery, but he never had a heart attack. And the, the every generation before that, was having heart attacks and dying. And I was like, not this one, <laughs> not this one. And most people, when they go for a triple bypass, they go for a triple bypass because they had a heart attack, right? He never had a heart attack. And so that's like, the Lord was just like, yeah, you know, all of those other generations, that doesn't apply to you because you're my child, right? Right. God wow. is so good.
0: Yes, He is. It's
1: like, we don't have to accept those generational things, right? If we accept them, then we'll get them. But if we don't accept them.
0: Right, 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 right. No, that's real. That is true. That's true. And I remember being in the hospital when the doctor told me, uh, when the doctor told my wife and I, you know, that there was nothing that they can do. It it was right then and there when we began to pray, you know, because. If the doctor was saying there's nothing you know we can that they can do you know? and then and then God
1: says well let me show you a miracle there you go
0: there you go, there or, go. or
1: seven of them
0: <laughs> and it's so amazing because each each time God was revealing something it's so weird God was revealing something about me so yeah. it was almost like God was using allowing it one of my mentors said sometimes God doesn't send it but he will allow it
1: Yes.
0: Because it brings us closer to him.
1: Exactly. And,
0: and so, you know, the, each each time, each trial, I find myself getting closer to God.
1: I and, find myself
0: and then not just with the heart attacks, not just with health stuff, just in life in general. Yeah. You know, sometimes your circumstance may not change, but your perspective can change.
1: Exactly. And,
0: and so God would help me to see things differently, help me to see. How he sees me, you know, yep. and you know there were things that God was calling me to that I was running from,
1: <laughs>
0: and in the moment that I began to embrace it, embrace it, I start to see miracles in so many different ways, and so many. So and the doctors were telling me, "Hey, listen." um, yeah, there's nothing we can do for you, and, and and it kind of forces me to really center and focus my attention on God, and oh not just God. out of fear, but just out of the fact that I know that if the doctors can't do it, this is going to be my testimony to show the world and show everybody that God can do it, no matter who says it can't be done. And yes. it's not, and again, it's not just for heart attacks and health issues. This in your life, period. If there's yes. a book God is telling you to write. But
1: uh-huh. you,
0: you consider yourself not to be smart enough or, or or literate enough to 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 write a book. God is calling you to that thing and you should do it be, because he has purpose and a reason in it.
1: Exactly. And, and
0: God is a God of intention. And so even when he's doing nothing, he's doing something. And yeah. so we, and again, it is it is a matter of perspective and what God is trying to show us and God is trying to see. God is trying to get us to see what he sees in us. And exactly. All so, of those health trials, all those things and all of those issues really begin to shift my mind. And I began to say and I began to tell God, uh have have conversations, like real life conversations with God. And there was one time in my life when um I had gotten to a point where I had become frustrated with church. I'm a pastor's kid, grew up yeah. in church. Uh I, I got frustrated with church, got frustrated with life. Like I'm dealing with these health issues, dealing with all this stuff, and I fell into a place of depression. And um, I was praying and, and um having a conversation with God, and I was like, God, I'm mad, I'm upset, I'm angry, and um and God said to me, Chris, you tried church, but you haven't tried me. Yes. And I was like, Oh,
1: okay. <laughs> yes, okay, okay. Exactly.
0: So we erroneously assume that they're synonymous we are mostly that because we go to church that equates to a relationship with God. Yeah. And that's not always true. You know, uh, no, most
1: of the time it's not true.
0: Right. Most of the time it's like, it's as, it's, it's as though if we have a party for our spouse or our loved one, it's as though that's, that's us saying we have a relationship with them, but
1: mm-hmm. your relationship
0: is not the party. Your relationship is how you interact with them on a the daily basis. Exactly. And so, and so that is, that is something, yeah, that, that those are things that God was just dealing with me and just, just shifting my mind during that whole process and and everything that was going on. And and I remember having an opportunity to sit down with one of my mentors and, and, and he said to me, he said, Chris, why are you angry with God for what people and what you do to yourself? And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> and it was, and it was at that moment where I began to say to God, I said, God, okay. Because at that point in my life, I had I had decided I'm not doing the church stuff anymore. I'm not doing the Christian. Yeah.
1: Because
0: yep. it, it became so frustrating. Like, why am I going through all this? I, I'm a pastor's kid. I grew up in church. I'm trying yeah. to do the thing. You know, I'm dealing with all these issues and it's it's not fair. And and God said to me, it was as though when I was having that conversation with my mentor, it's almost like time stood still. And and God would just, just showed me like so many things about me and just began to shift my mindset. And I said, okay, God, if I'm gonna do, if I'm gonna do this thing, you gotta help me do it for real. Because yes. otherwise it doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense for me to dedicate my life going to church, going developing my relationship with you if if it's not going to be real and authentic and that's just began to shift everything in my life
1: amen that is so beautiful and that's that's what he does you know it's like one step at a time one thing at a time it's like our thinking is one way but when you read the word it's like what is god's perspective on this what is god's perspective on you know Um, When it comes to church, um, I think 2020 really showed us that we are the church, more than anything. The church was never a building. It was never a place where, you know, you, you, you have the drama and you have the other problems and issues that go on within the church, the other cliques and the things, you know, the people. It's people. And it can become so frustrating sometimes and so um, disheartening. But um, for me personally, I didn't meet the Lord until I was 40. And when I was 40, so I'm 48 now. And when I was 40, I, I just like, I, I was so hungry for the word. I was so hungry for for him and for, you know, to know him and to know his word and to know um, to, to really just establish that relationship with him that um, I didn't go to church for the first couple of years. And the reason is because the Lord was like, okay, well, I'm going to show you some things, right? And um, I never, like I, everything that I learned, I learned from reading the word and I learned it from the Holy Spirit. Like, he's the one that's been guiding me. And then after the fact, I found a church where um, it was kind of like, oh, okay. Like, I've, first of all, I found a church where I could be baptized, which was amazing because the churches in my hometown where I couldn't be baptized there. Let's just put it that way. Um, so I found a church where I could be baptized. And then and then there were so many issues, like, within the church. But like so much drama and so much, so many other things that just didn't have anything to do with him whatsoever. And it was like, uh, he's not here. He's Mm. not present in this place. Mm. And that was, that was my experience um, with church. And, you know, there's great churches online. I'm not saying that like, you know, you should not get together with believers, but the church is not a building. So, like when 2020 first started, um, I met with my fellow, you know, we are the church. So I met with people in the street and we had church in the street, four or five of us, you know. Um, and then I tried to deliver that message to other people. Like the church might be closed, but we are the church. So get out there. <laughs> Just get out there. Right. And that's, that's what we needed to do. And that's what we needed to know. From 2020, but it never was about the people and the things and the drama and the other things. It's about you and him.
0: That's right. That's right. That's right. And that's good because you know, um, there's a story in the Bible where uh, where where Jesus told the disciples to get into the boat and go to the other side. And you know, the thing about the boat, (laughs) the boat represents what we're used to using to get us from one place to the next is it was our comfort zone yeah and you know but one of the things that Jesus was trying to teach them in that in that message was there's more in you than than what's in the boat you know um there are two different stories there's one story where Jesus was in the boat with them but then there's another story where Jesus met them as they were traveling to the other side right and Jesus walking on the water. That's the story where we meet. Where we uh, have that uh, have the encounter where G- where Peter walks on water, and and that that is a powerful thing. That is a powerful thing. What Jesus is trying to show us. He's trying to show us, hey, you can do more when you when you decide to step out of the boat, step out of your comfort zone, step out of the.
1: Amen the
0: the the programs of the church and you know and just step out and we we've lost we've lost something and, yeah. and along the way we've lost uh, our willingness to hear from God as to what He wants us to do next because we've gotten exactly. comfortable with what was successful before that we yeah. continually try to recreate what has already been done. And one of the most scariest prayers that I've heard people pray was this, God, do it again. And why that's scary for me is because if God has already done it, he doesn't need to do it again.
1: Yeah, It's and a then, matter
0: of us connecting to what he's already done and also listening to him as to yep. what he wants us to do now. And so, and, and that's that's my concern for, for many churches that, you know, of course, about being a pastor's kid, you know, growing yeah.
1: up. <laughs> yeah it's so true though it's so true and yeah and yeah just being led and guided by him is the most important thing right like um even just like going back to 2020 there were you know homeless people that were starving in the streets where I am because um why because the restaurants would normally feed them and the restaurants were like we're not making any money so sorry you know we can't and I I, I love to feed people. I love to feed people. Like I said, get out there. Be the church. I feed people. I tell them Jesus loves them. That's it. You know, that's it. One day when they need it the most, the Lord will bring that back to their memory. I love you.
0: Amen. Amen. Just, yeah, just. Sharing your life, your testimony, and that and the words of encouragement. That, that's just doing just doing your part. You know, yep. so, That's it. That's it.
1: Yep. We we're we're all parts of one body, right? And so that's it's so um, important to always remember that that each of us has a different role to play, and if we're not being led by Him, then we're not going to know what that role is. So when we know what the role is, then we can take steps with him towards doing what he's called us to do. And so many people are just like, oh, I think I'm supposed to do this. But did you pray about it? Because <laughs> like, look, at, look at Joshua, he got himself into lots of trouble because he didn't seek the Lord, right? It's like, just seek his guidance, seek his, his approval, seek his, just seek him because He's going to show you the way. Yes. And it's like, it's amazing because like sometimes the enemy will try to get involved too. And he'll be like, oh, you know, this is this. And try to make you think it is something else. And I just keep saying like, hey, if it, if it is that, then the Lord will reveal that to me. That's right. That's right? That's right? If it is. I'm not going to sit here and worry about oh. what, what the enemy is trying to tell me about that situation. I'm going to ask the Lord. I'm going to be like, Lord, I know because I've been in situations, brother, where like it ain't nothing but God. <laughs> it's like, how did you go to that like random person's Instagram profile and see that there? You don't even follow the person. person doesn't even follow you. It's like, okay, Lord, you always see and know what you're supposed to know, and you see what you're supposed to see when you're being guided by him. And so, like the enemy can't get me with that. <laughs> it's like, it's like I know, I know the truth, and I know that the Lord is always gonna show me what that truth is. Yes,
0: yes, yes. yeah. He will always show you. He will always show you, He'll lead you and guide you, and you just gotta be willing to hear.
1: exactly just take the time to listen and ask him to continue to guide you and continue to reveal to you what the truth is in every situation and sometimes it's like we just you know we'll take we we feel like we're taking baby steps with him sometimes right he'll be like because he's not going to show you the whole staircase he's just going to show you one stair at a time (laughs)
0: Right, one step at a time.
1: He's like, I want you to continue to walk with me, so I'm not gonna reveal. I'm gonna reveal the next step. <laughs> After that, you gotta wait for the next one.
0: Because <laughs> we we want to see the whole picture. We want to know the end result. We want to know that we want to know all of the details. Yep. It's like, yeah, you're not you're not ready for all the details. <laughs> there's, some, there's some things up ahead. That he has for us and some things up ahead that may we may have have to uh, fight against that right now in our current status we're looking at it uh, like that's too big for me i can't i can't do that i can't exactly. you know, me a business owner? Me a recording artist? Me? No, God, no, that's not for me. No, it's too scary. No, I'm not good enough. I'm not, you know. And then we'll talk ourselves out of what God is calling us to, not yep. understanding that when we walk in 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 uh, in what God has called us to, and we're obedient to what He's called us to, God and all of head, heaven is backing us up. So there's no exactly. way, no exactly. way,
1: exactly. What way can you fail? Like sometimes it might take a little while longer, but sometimes it can happen just like that. Like it's all in his timing, but the the trust factor has to be there. Like, Lord, I trust you and I know that you're not going to lead me to anywhere that is not good. And I know you want me to fulfill my purpose and my destiny. Um, That the trust factor has to be there. Like, I know that the Lord is not going to guide me to somewhere that is like the wrong direction or the wrong path, but right. you know, uh, it's always good to trust him along the process, and he's gonna send you confirmation as well. He'll tell you something, and if you don't do it, then five other people are gonna come and tell you to go and do it, right? right. That's how he works,
0: that's how he works, that's how he works, and I liken it to like, uh, if you're, if you're working in an office building, yeah, and, and uh the CEO walks in and says, hey, you want you to do this thing. Yeah. Right? The thing about it is you and only you are authorized to do it. No matter if, exactly. even if you think you're not equipped to do it, you are authorized to do it because the CEO gave you permission to do it. And as long as you performing the duties that have been given to you, the, yeah. the CEO, all of the company is backing you up, right? <laughs> and so- You got to know and understand that the CEO has been watching you for a while and knows what you are capable of, which is why they walked in and chose you in the first place. And I've been in rooms uh, full of amazing artists, amazing singers. Yeah. God has positioned and called me to a particular place. They will not be able to do what I'm able to do in that space. Yep because god has positioned me and called me to that space now god at any point in any time can reassign somebody else
1: Uh and
0: and and one of the things is uh the 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 word anointing Uh those words that we overuse and over spiritualize in church yeah the word anointing simply means uh chosen divinely chosen
1: yeah Uh, so, so basically when you
0: are anointed for something, you are divinely chosen by God to do that thing, Amen. right? And so And so you and only you are called to it. And so only you and only you will be effective in doing it because heaven and all of his angels and the God and everybody is backing you up as you're doing okay. it. That's why when you minister in certain certain spaces... You, you can't even understand, like, how is it that I'm so impactful here, but you'll find yourself in someplace else? Yeah. You're like, I don't seem to be as effective here. It's mean, uh-huh. possible that you may not have been called to that place. Yep. You may have been called to someplace else. <laughs> For so, sure. That is another lesson in life that I had to learn. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. yeah.
1: Amen. Yeah. And it's so important, like, to just be in tune with what he's doing and how yes. he's working, right? Yes. It all comes back to, you know, walking with him and, and actually asking him every day, like, Lord, please continue to guide my steps, because I don't know what I'm doing. (laughs) I don't know what I'm doing. And I can tell you. I've been in ministry full time for almost eleven years. It'll be eleven years on August twenty first, and there were times when I was just like, "Okay, I'm doing this. I have no idea what I'm doing right now, but you That's know, it. right?"
0: That's it. I remember one of the um, first songs that I wrote was "Lord, I Need You." Mm-hmm. It was a. Uh, it wasn't. I personally felt that the song was not ready to be released. Right. Felt like God was really telling me to release it now. Wow. And like, God, it's not ready. It's not ready. I gotta do a little more work on it. And uh so we we released the song. Um and I remember getting a, a a message. I don't remember if it was on YouTube or if I got a direct message. I can't remember where it was, but I remember getting a message from someone saying, I was considering suicide, and then I happened to come across your song.
1: Wow.
0: And I was like, wow. It
1: was sense.
0: Wow. God would do that for one of us. God, He, yeah. he loves us that much that yeah. he would have somebody write a song for the one that Amen. would encourage them to turn their life around to change their mind, to change their circumstance. Like God would do that. I remember another time when I was working at the same company and they, my my employer, they uh they had changed my shift. Right. They they had moved me to a, a, a different location. So I used to work in New York City. They uh-huh. sent me to Long Island. I knew nothing about Long Island. Oh wow. I knew nothing about Long Island. I was lost all the time. I was frustrated being there, just aggravated the whole time. Wow. And one day I came into a particular store that we serviced, and uh, after I finished servicing it, the manager came to me and said, hey, can you can you come a little later in the evening? Because, you know, I'm just concerned about the customers seeing people, you know, seeing the company here yeah. and thinking the wrong thing. So I was like, yeah. no, no problem. So it was, and usually we only service that company once a month. Right. I get the same company, same company the very next week, which really doesn't happen. Yeah. And I had finished all of my assignments for the day. And so this was the last one, but... I was gonna wind up coming even earlier than I came before. So now I'm like, oh my goodness, what am I gonna do? Wait around all day? They're like, yeah. no, I can't do that. And so I said, okay, you know, I'm gonna have to do it and try to explain it to the manager, you know, that, Yeah. You know. And so I get to the first thing that I notice is the manager is not even there. So that's the first thing. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, you know, I waved at the, the, the worker that was there and I started going about my business. They knew who I was and all that kind of stuff. And the whole time that I was there, uh, and I was servicing the basement and God kept speaking to me and tell them, told me to tell them that he loves them. Oh. And, I, and I was like, uh oh.
1: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: I was like, mm, okay, God, you know, that's, that's, that's just not my thing. I don't do that. God, that's not no. what I
1: yeah,
0: so you know I'm sure they look I sure I'm sure they know you love them, but uh yeah, we gonna- I, I see what you try to do, God. And, and so and so here I am the whole time I'm doing my job and uh and and there was a couple there, it was an elderly couple in the in the in the store, and I said, look, oh see God, I can't even do it. It's gonna be weird if I say that to them and these people are here. The moment that I came up the steps, that couple was walking out the door. So now it's- <laughs> I was, like, oh, Lord.
1: What's your excuse now? <laughs> What's my excuse now, right?
0: And so I had, you know, I'm still there. God's still speaking to me. I have them fill up the paperwork and I'm about to walk out the door, about to leave. And God says it to me one more time. Tell them that I love them.
1: Amen. And,
0: <laughs> and so I turned around, I went back and, um. And I asked, the, I asked the lady. I said, um, "Are you a Christian?" She says, "Yeah." She says, "Yeah." She says, um, "You know, I'm Catholic." I said, "Okay, all right. So maybe this won't be so weird."
1: <laughs> Catholics said, don't know Jesus loves them though. Right. <laughs> they think the opposite. Right.
0: And <laughs> so, I heard it, so the words exactly that God told me to tell them was, "I, I love you and I understand." Amen. And, and so I spoke those words to her, and she she was a white lady and she was crying. She turned red and she had yeah. goosebumps forming on her bite. And I was like, Lord, here am I. I'm a black man in this in Long Island with this white lady in the store by myself. <laughs> I'm like, I don't want nobody walking in here thinking I'm doing something.
1: Yeah, she's crying. Uh oh. I'm like, Lord, what did you do to me? <laughs> <laughs>
0: she starts crying she's like she's like why would you say that 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 and i was like i don't know i'm so i'm just telling you what god told me to tell you and when she's calmed down a little bit she says to me she says today was her best friend's funeral
1: but oh. she did not
0: go to the funeral because she had to work
1: oh wow
0: and and i was like wow i was like wow and she asked Ooh. me are you a cleric? I was like, I, I didn't even know what that meant at the yeah. Time. I was like, no, I'm just, I'm just telling you what God told me to tell you. Yeah. So I, I leave the store. I get in the, tr- I get my truck. I was so scared uh, as that the whole encounter that I even left some of my work equipment in the store. I had to oh go <laughs> back. the next day to pick it up. <laughs> but I I, 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 I got in my truck and God said these words to me. He says, "You never know how much I love someone." how much I would send one person
1: yeah.
0: to send a message to them. And God would had allowed me to go through all that frustration I was going through with my my job and everything. Yeah. So I could be in a position to talk to that person and tell them that. Amen. And, 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 and prior to that, I had requested of my, my manager to go back to my previous route. Uh-huh. I wasn't doing well with this. And they told me, no, yeah. there's no way you were able to go back. I promise you, it was that same week that same week after I delivered that message, my manager calls me and says, hey, we're going to send you back to your previous role.
1: Wow. Yep. But they're just for a purpose, right? And cool. he rearranges things. Like he really rearranges things like in our favor. Yeah. It's like that situation you've been like, you've, you've been thinking like, Lord, should I worry about this? Or should I be stressing about this? Or should I be, And he's like, no, because there's a purpose behind it. There's no coincidences. It's all for his purpose and for his glory. And he's going to put you in those situations. Like, for me personally, it was, okay, you have to move six hours away from your hometown. (laughs) I was like, "Um, where, where? They barely speak English. How about that? you can't even get a job in the place where you live because you're gonna work for me and you're gonna trust me that's it (laughs) It's so funny it's so funny I'm just like yeah lord there's no there's no coincidences though he's gonna put those people in those situations everything is gonna work together right and it's all for his purpose and it's like if I was in my hometown, when it comes to, like, even just telling people about the Lord, like, I would get a lot of, like, negative, like, it's very corporate and very, like, um, sports is their God, let's just put it that way, right? And it's, like, it's a totally different world. And then, you know, he brings me here in 2014, and he's, like, talk to people, tell them, tell them I love them. You know, give them something to eat. That's what they need physically, but tell them I love them. And it's like, you know, those types of situations, there's no coincidences. It all happens for his purpose, for his glory, and, and he'll put you there, right? It's like, okay, I'm going to place you right here. <laughs> right. Okay, it, God.
0: Yeah, it's just like what the scripture says. All things work together for the Amen. good of the Lord that love the Lord. All things, all things are working. Even even the negative things, even the the things the enemy tries to do.
1: yeah,
0: the, the things the enemy tries to set up, God would take that thing and flip it around and work it for your good.
1: Amen. Yeah. There's so many great examples of that in the word too. Like, you know, people just like think, you, you think that something is being done against you, but it's actually right. like God is... He's working even when we don't see it.
0: <laughs> and and and, and for, for clarity for those who might be listening or watching, you know, we're not trying to be insensitive to whatever you may be going through.
1: Mm-hmm. You know, because
0: even even when we are going through what we're going through, we, we understand that there is pain associated with that. Mm-hmm. We are not dismissing that. It is real. The tears are real. The pain is real. The the confusion and, and is real. It's real. So cry the tears. Yep. Scream if you have to. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Yell if you have to. Be angry if you have to. Yeah. But, but remember to come back to the father remember to go yeah. back to him and seek him like what what Kelly was saying earlier seek him you know just seek yeah. him just seek his, seek his face seek his seek his direction because yeah. everything that you need is right where he, where God is everything yeah. Yeah.
1: and the word says if you seek me you will find me when you search for me with all your hearts yes. so just keep seeking keep seeking with all your heart and he's Mm -hmm. gonna reveal himself and i i think it's so amazing like even with unbelievers the way that the lord just keeps revealing himself it's like and here's me yeah you you know that's god right you know that's god right (laughs) like listen i can't be in a situation and not say it i can't i can't have you telling me something and me not see him in it and not tell you that it's him, right? (laughs) Yep, that's him. Uh, Yep, that's him. (laughs) But um, okay, so we have about three minutes left. So if you want to just uh, talk to our audience about anything that the Lord tells you to talk about, and then if you could pray us out, that would be amazing.
0: Man, there's so many things that I could share. We, We shared so many stories today. Uh, so many testimonies today with, and you know i just want to encourage you to just again just seek the face of god. I, I feel like that's just the theme yeah just for somebody who's listening just, just seek him just look for Amen. god look for god just continue to seek him you know you will find him like he wants to be found he wants you to just to, to look for him and you will you will find him as you're seeking him and you know don't yeah. don't frustrated that you don't have all of the answers. None of us do. None of us exactly. have. We've just been getting pieces and pieces and, you know, uh, you know, and, and, and every piece is important. Every piece is, every piece matters, you know, so take it and embrace it, you know, learn from it. There's no wins and losses. There's wins and lessons. And, yeah. and the problem is, it, many of us don't learn the lessons. So we have to repeat it again. So so learn the lessons that you need to learn, you know, uh, be sensitive to what God is trying to teach you and trying to show you and don't run from it, embrace it, you know, whatever God is calling you to uh, be obedient to it, because it's better to be obedient to what he's calling you to, to, to try to run and do your own thing. You know, you're always going <laughs> to find yourself eventually coming back to what.
1: Lord, I'm sorry.
0: One way or another you know, so, you know, I just want to encourage everyone, you know, again, thank you for all uh, and, then, and, and, you know, and for your, your support. You can find me at, uh, on Instagram at I am Christopher Sims, and, uh, you know, find all my music on all streaming platforms, Christopher Sims, Lord, I Need You, Back to You. Uh, I have a bunch of songs out. Uh, yes,
1: so- and God um, is good
0: god is good that's my
1: favorite god <laughs> is good, god is good. <laughs> i am good because god's good i
0: am good because god is good i wrote that song out of a place of depression
1: uh. and
0: so you know uh um, god reminded me if 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 he is good then, then I'm good you know I and I guess that's another story another testimony for another time because
1: we'll have to have you back on the show for sure <laughs> I feel like this could go on for hours <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that's awesome brother thank you so much for being a part of it we really appreciate your time and your wisdom that you shared with our audience you're awesome
0: thank you you're awesome Thank you.
1: Oh, thank, awesome. thank you <laughs> Yes, so can you pray us in, please?
0: Yes, so Father, we love it. We thank you for all of those who are listening and tuning in and watching, oh God. We pray a special prayer for those who are struggling with decisions right now. We pray that they seek you. Father, we pray that they seek your face and your direction. Father, we pray that they receive uh, enlightenment in you. We pr- Father, we pray and we we believe that you're, you are where we find our identity. So, Amen. Father, we love you and we thank you for helping us to find you and to find us in you. Lord, we love you and we bless you. Thank you for choosing us and thank you for using us. Be glorified in our hearts, our minds, and in our lives. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen.
1: Amen. Oh, what an awesome episode. Ah! We definitely have to have you back. This has been really, really great. Thank you you so much again for joining us, brother. We will talk to you really soon.
0: Pleasure. Have a good one.
1: God bless you. Bless you. Okay, bye.
0: Get ahead of postage rate increases this year with Stamps.com. It's like your own personal post office. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM.